Welcome to the Church Doctors Podcast with Scott and Marla Sheely. The Church Doctors Podcast is brought to you by Outpouring International. Love God, love people. That's right, and one of the ways that we love God and love people is uh, we study the, the Word of God so that we know what God's heart is and, and try to discover some of His ways and uh, how He loves, how He you know, how he works uh, with us and for us and around us and does things. And, uh, and one, of the, one of my most favorite people to discover those kind of things with is my friend John Dunlap. Say hello, John. Hello, hello. Good to be on with you, Scott. John is in, at his home in Fort Collins, Colorado, and through the wonderful use of technology today, we're doing a, a phone-in podcast with John. And uh, what do you want to talk about today, John? Well, you know, I was thinking about um, I, I, Luke 4.18, where it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken heart, claim life. Uh, to the captives and to recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed. And the thing that kind of grabbed me, Scott, was to open the eyes of the blind. Uh, one of the things that kind of excites me about the gospel is that it is light bringer. It, it, it's a light into our paths. The gospel is the good news of God and it brings light into our lives. It's a, it's a light, fact, a light bringer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hallelujah. I like that. That's exciting right there. I mean, you need some light, get into the word and allow the word to light up your life. That's right. Yeah. Um, one of the things I was thinking about was Paul, um, when he, he, he got saved in the, his commission, it talks about the fact that he was commissioned to open the eyes of the unbelievers so that they could turn from the dominion of Satan to God, and uh, that they would have, that they their eyes would be open, you know. Um, and this this is an incredible thing right here. We are living epistles, right? That's right. That, that, that's that's what the that's what the word of God tells us. We're living epistles. And so of course, as we, of course, John, we're talking about we're not talking about our physical eyes. Correct. Yeah, that is correct. We're talking about our, the eyes of our understanding or our spiritual eyes to see the truth of the light of the glorious gospel. Yeah, and the light, although God does sometimes allow us to see His glorious light, that that the light. Is 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 that understanding being full so that we can comprehend God's glory and His ways? Yes, uh, it, yes, absolutely, Scott. That we begin to know Him. I I love in the hundred third Psalm it says the children of Israel knew His acts, the things that God did, but Moses knew His way. Yeah. He understood God in a much more deeper way, not just what he did, but why he was doing it. Yeah, on and uh, if you study Moses and Abraham and the different ones, it, in order for them to know God that way, 
it was on a friendship level. It wasn't just like uh, this inner circle. If you if you do enough works, if you if, if you're important enough, if you're leading enough people, then God will talk to you like that. But it's not. It's a friendship level thing. Yes, it says that Abraham he was a friend of God, and you know what? Jesus is our friend, right? That's right. And he wants to talk to us. He wants to enlighten us. And what I really love is the fact that Jesus, no matter where you're at in your life, Jesus has come down into the deepest, darkest area of your life, and he joins you right there. Yeah. (laughs) And to me, that's such great news, God, that we don't have to get good enough or do enough good things for God to join us. He joins us where we are at and then brings light into where we're at. Yeah, and when in, in Luke 4.18, when Jesus quoted that scripture, he, he was reading out of, out of Isaiah, and he was quoting that scripture about himself, the, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Yeah. And, and so he, what he was saying is, is the reason why the Spirit of the Lord is on me, the reason why I'm anointed is to do this, and, and one of those things, of course, is, is the subject we're talking about today, and that, that's opening the eyes of our understanding or, or, or giving us eyes to see. And, yeah. uh, and since Jesus was sent with, with that kind of anointing, it, it probably makes sense that he, since he finished what he was called to do he, at the, after he got done here on the earth, he sat down at the right hand of God. And uh, the Bible says he finished everything he was supposed to do. So, so he actually did all of those things in Luke four eighteen for us. Yes, 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 yes. I I agree with that. And now it's us to begin to participate in what he has already done and finished. You know, you can have a million dollars in the bank, but if you don't participate with it. You, you don't engage with it, you don't operate in that, you could still starve to death. That's right. Even though you've got all the all the resources are there for you. And so this opening the eyes of understanding, I like uh, Paul also prayed in Ephesians 1.18, he says he prays that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know, that you that you may know what the, the hope of his calling. You know what God has called us He's given us a name, and that name is prosperous. That name is victorious. That name is healed. He's called us that name, not just a, a moniker to, hey, instead of, hey, you, but he's calling you this, and in that, it shapes your life. It forms your life, and as our eyes are open to what he has called us, then it changes how everything and everything that we do and everything that we say yeah that's right and uh, you know i think that's really important and and as believers the thing that should speak the loudest in our life is just our life itself uh yes we want to be ready to preach the gospel at any time to have uh, an answer for the hope that resides within us but even more than that as we walk our lives out we should be shining forth the glorious gospel everywhere we go 
before we ever open our mouths, God, don't you think? That's right. And, you know, even before we get to the point where we can demonstrate the gospel by the way we live, uh, I, I think one of the another important aspect of having our eyes open or our understanding open is just just straight out being able to understand what we're reading when we read the Bible. Yes. And that's what's so great about the Holy Spirit is that he resides in us. He understands it all, and he knows exactly how to speak to you. He, he knows everything you've happened in your life, and he can give you illustrations to demonstrate what he's communicating through the gospel to you specifically. So, so I'm thinking of like process right now. I'm thinking, okay, I— I said yes to Jesus. I'm, I've given him my my whole life and laid down my life to to serve him and to love him with all my heart and my mind, my strength. You know, love love God. And uh, so, do I? In process, do I get do I get that light automatically, or do I get part of the light? Or uh, you know, we don't know where everyone's at that's listening today. Maybe you're listening and you read the Bible and you don't get much out of it. And yet, you know, you're saved. So, so let's talk about process. Like how, how does this, <laughs> how does this work? Like from begin, beginner believer to mature believer? Well, I, I, that is a great question. And I think this is a question that everybody has asked themselves as God. And, and, and it's an important one. I think the biggest thing that a person can do, whether they're a brand new believer or a a, a, a a mature Christian, is to spend time being quiet before God. Stand still and, 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 and just allow your ears to be open to hear what the Spirit of God. Yeah, I, I like that a lot because... because you need to be intentional with your faith. It's not like we're uh, we're just these sponges and God just pours out everything into the sponge until we're full. Uh, there's a there's a hunger and, and a thirsting that we go through in our heart and in our mind. We want we want to know our Father. We want to know why He made us and what we're what are what we're supposed to be good the best at in serving him in the earth and how to love people in the most excellent way. And, and when you hunger and that, and that will draw you to, to his feet, that will bring you before his throne where you just sit in his presence and, yeah. and that's all you need. That's I mean, right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and sometimes in just asking a question and then just spending time, listening and you know what there, there's been times where i didn't get an, a quick answer an easy answer a fast answer and there's times where way more of an answer came than what i was expecting <laughs> in that moment right there but what i do have is i have faith that he is my shepherd and i am his sheep and i hear his voice and to just know that i can hear his voice and spend the time to, to listen to what he's saying, and sometimes we just have a great time together in silence, and some 
How, uh, doesn't that kind of work the same way with you? Yeah, you dropped off there right at the end of that last sentence. But what he what he said was is sometimes it's a, a time of silence and sometimes it's a two-way conversation where we can just, we immediately hear him uh, maybe on the on the inside of our soul, inside of our spirit, man. We hear him answering questions right back. But yeah, that's, that's exactly right. And uh, another part of that process, I think, is that... Uh, Everybody comes from a different background where your grandparents or your mom or your dad or some vacation Bible school, you know, there's a Catholic background, you know, non, non-Christian spiritual backgrounds. And people are coming from all kinds of different directions. And uh, that's why it's so important to be have your understanding open because we, the 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 trick that that Satan uses is he allows us to keep reading the Bible as long as we're reading it according to what we think we know, and yeah, and that is dangerous. You don't you don't want to read the Bible according to what you understand. This is this is exactly what Paul was praying for these people. That apparently it's it's this church or a group of churches, probably more accurately in in the Ephesus region. They're going to share this letter from church to church. And and he was pleading with them to, you know, to go with Holy Spirit into God's love and his light to get understanding, not to decide things according to their Jewish history or culture at the time or um, this person made me mad, so I'm looking for a place in the Bible where... I can still stay mad at them and not forgive them and love them, you know? <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. right. I mean, so part of the process is understanding that we don't know everything and we need, we need to hear, we need to be in, in the light, in the, in the understanding that Holy Spirit gives us. Oh, ab- absolutely, Scott. And I think that we, another thing is, is that we, need to set aside all of, like you were talking about, all of our preconceived ideas, all of our our thoughts, all of our traditions, and we have to lay those aside and say, okay, God, what are you saying in this situation? And sometimes it's going to take you by surprise because it's going to be something, you, and you ask, okay, well, it will show you instances where, that takes place in the Bible. Don't uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a there's a rich friendship. There's a, a a conversation that God wants to have with each and every listener. You know, he he's you know when you turn your heart toward Him and you want to know what He thinks and how what His perfect will is for every situation that you're in, it's. It's a it's a blessing to him. The Bible says that it's part of our worship to come and talk to him and to ask him questions like that, even hard questions, even questions like you know, <laughs> if you read Psalms, David complained to God about things. You know why, why do you let the evil prosper and you know all the things, all the questions that come across people's hearts. But then at the end, after David spent time, like you said, sitting at the feet of God or sitting in His presence. Um, he always ended up with some kind of a hallelujah exclamation point. You're the creator of all the heaven and earth, and I just love you, you know, kind of a thing. And uh, I think I think that that kept David uh, 
in the middle of the center of the inside of the will of God for his life. Yes, absolutely. He, he, he always kept his eyes on the father, A, and B, he, uh, he, he wasn't afraid to tell it like it was, but then he always put a but moment right there. This is what's going on in my life, but God, you are with me, and you're exactly what I need right in this moment right now, whether it's a shepherd or a fortress or a shield, or a, what, whatever it is he needed right there. He says, but you, God, are this in my life right now. And so because of that, everything changes. That's right. That's right. It's and so, so uh, I think that's an awesome thing right there. It is. Yes. I, I was thinking about uh, Moses, uh, and they were in the wilderness, and they, uh, it says that, that Joshua would go with Moses to the tabernacle, to the whole, and it says that Moses would go in and he would talk, and then he would go out and implement, but it says, but Joshua lingered there. He just lingered there, Scott. <laughs> he, just, he, he just sat there in the presence of God. It doesn't say he said anything, it say he did anything. He just lingered there in the very presence of God. And I think that sometimes we miss out on it. Just being, God is always with us, but intentionally being with him and just lingering there and allow the download of the Holy Spirit to fill us to overflowing. That's right. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, and I, you know, I'm sure that we all have times where in the moment God uh, is starting. Oh wow! This is really great. And the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, and sometimes it happens so naturally, so um, unspectacular, you might say, that it just starts flowing out of your mouth. And this is an important thing for us to realize: that God wants to it to be so real, so in tune with us on a, on a on a, a, a very everyday basis. That as we speak, that as we do, that as we – all the things that we consist of our human lives here on earth, that they're infused with the very spirit of the living God. That's right. They're, yeah. You're, uh, and, and, your and your I, connection's kind of rough. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're, we're doing – a reminder to everybody we're doing this over a uh, – phone call bluetoothed into my roadcaster pro board here and uh but we're getting the gist of all of this i think there's just a couple times where it glitched in there but uh you know the apostle john when he wrote his part of the bible he repeatedly referred to jesus as the light uh, always he 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 said uh you know, walk as as children of the light. You know, uh, yeah. Jesus, Jesus is the light. Um, he's the light of the world. You know, there's all kinds of references to Jesus being the light. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the fact, Scott, that he says it doesn't say that he he shone 
into the that he that he was outside the darkness. Show it says out uh, that light on out of the dark. Right into the center of darkness, and so many times the church uh, has 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 told us that you know God can't stand anything, and and, and he, he he can't even be around sin, and yet Jesus entered right into the middle. Yeah, sinners lying, and part of their lives, and in that, when like I think about Zacchaeus. He sat down. He ate with him. He had a covenant meal with him. And in that, what happened? Zacchaeus' life was dramatically changed. The light, His eyes the light turned were open. on. That's right. That, that's so cool because uh, another lie that we get told to us by Satan is that you have to clean up your life and get your act right and uh, go more than three days without sinning before uh, you're going to walk around with this light, you know, have your understanding opened and all these these spiritual terms. They sound, you know, they sound great for the disciples in the Bible and for Jesus, but man, you're talking about me, you know, I'm the everyday guy, you know, I, I, got, yeah. I got issues, you know, and people get, believe that lie that, but, but you just said, Jesus came into the middle of darkness to shine his light. And yes. and and the Bible says that God never changes. And so if there's yeah. a if you're in a dark spot and you're you're struggling, allow Jesus to get in the middle of your mess with you and open your eyes. Open uh, shine his light in your mess and you'll see uh you, you'll come back out of that. Absolutely. I, I think about, you know, what, what, what one talks about the most Old Testament and New Testament is Abraham, right? Yeah. He's the father of our faith. Yep. And what was he before he was called by God? He was an idolater. He worshiped idols, filthy, disgusting idols. Yeah. God, this is a, a idol. This was. Uh, a, a a demonic personality that was very perverted and God loved him and got into the middle of his life right while he was in the middle of idolatry it says while we were yet sinners he yeah. gave his son yeah. he, he, he died for us so we, we, we feel like there's a separation where we can't hear from God or God doesn't even want to talk to us. And I'm here to tell you that God is speaking to you right now. <laughs> and he's saying, I love you. I want to be a part of your life. I am here. I'm right here right now. And I just need you to say, okay. That's it. He's not asking you to do anything other than to say, oh, open the door. He's knocking open the door and let him begin to talk to you. Let the light in. That's right. There's a, there, I was talking about process. And so that's one end of the spectrum where, uh, you know, struggling believers are trying to get it right, trying to understand how do I live? How do I take this word of God? And then how does it play out in my life where, where I'm successful at it? And that's the key is, 
is just admitting that you need help and then letting Jesus in. But the the other end of the spectrum, okay, let's say you're listening to this podcast and you're a you're a mature believer. It, G, the the word of God says walk in the light as he is in the light. <laughs> that yeah. sounds pretty open-ended to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like God. like hey John, did, have you arrived <laughs> as your as your understanding perfect in the light yet? I mean, are you walking just exactly like Jesus did, or or are you still uh, open to some more light? I I I I got a lot more. I haven't I haven't arrived, but I have left. That's I, right. I have left. Yeah. The plane the plane has taken off, but you haven't landed yet, right? Yeah. That's really exactly. good. Exactly, and I I think that that. If your if your vision of God, if your understanding of God or of yourself or of the world hasn't changed in the last five years, you're either asleep at the wheel, or you have got this uh, an arrogance that says I already know it all. That's right. Because yeah. God is great, and He's greater than what you can comprehend right now. We've got. We're going to spend our entire life growing in our understanding of who He is. Yeah. And. Yeah, He's He's alive. God's alive. Jesus is alive. Holy Spirit's alive, and uh, God the Father, God the Son, and God Holy Spirit all live on the inside of us. And uh, when we when we uh, think that God's only on the, on a page, <laughs> in a Bible. And, and we just stick into some place where we're comfortable, we understand this part, and we're going to live according to the Bible, we think. But then we leave out a living, alive relationship with God where He increasingly fills us with His light and keeps moving us forward with Him. You know, there's. it seems like we're right because it's still the Word of God, but if you... <laughs> it's disobedience to me. I mean, if you're... If you're not listening to his voice, and he says, you prove that you love me by obeying my commandments. But what if you're not listening to what he's saying? I mean, yeah, right? Absolutely. It, it, it's it, it, like you said, it's a relationship. Yeah. And uh, like a, in a husband and wife relationship, yes, I know a lot about my wife. But from moment to moment, that can vary a little bit. Yeah. and my wife still takes me by surprise every once in a while <laughs> by some of the things she says and some of the things she does or, or yeah. desires of her heart. Yep. And, and I, I missed it, but I, but because I was right there and I was with her, I was able to, to make an adjustment or to turn in that moment right there. And I think that's the same way with God. We're growing and we're learning. And yes, we may know a lot about him, but but being there in the moment with him, you're going to find out new things and experience new things. And he's got adventures for us to walk in and participate in, right? That's right. And to, you know, we're going to wrap it up here in a couple of minutes. So, uh, you know, the Bible's uh, filled with uh, encouraging testimony of imperfect men and women who... Uh, found out that Jesus is the light and the you know the bible uses symbolism and pictures to help help us grasp 
a spirit God, you know, God's spirit. He's, he, he's, he's, a, he's an alive spirit that loves us, and he's, we call him Father in all these human terms uh, to help describe him, help us to understand. But, you know, walking in the light, it, it, it's him. It's Jesus walking. Uh, the Bible says to be in Christ. The, bio, the Bible encourages us uh, in many, many different pictorial ways to understand that when we got born again, we didn't add God to a broken, uh, sinful man and clean us up a little bit so maybe we'll make it to heaven. When we got born again, we became new creations in Christ Jesus. And so Amen. that might be a whole nother show to talk about that. But I just want to encourage you. There's there's more. It doesn't matter where you're at. Um, I've, I've been John and I have been teaching the Bible and traveling on missions trips for years and years and years. And, and lately we've been doing a lot of trips together, which have been totally awesome. And, Amen uh, to that. Yeah, and uh, and so. We're, but we're both of us are hungry still want to want to learn more still so we just pray for you right now we just we just declare that that you God is knocking on your heart right now and he's saying I have I have more to put inside of your understanding I, I want to take you to a place where uh, it is gonna be fun and it is gonna surprise you and it's gonna totally revolutionize the way you even read the rest of the Bible so we just yeah. we just release that in your heart and your mind right now. We declare yeah. that that as you sit at the feet of Jesus, you're going to hear his voice in a sharper way. You are his sheep. You he is your shepherd and you do hear his voice. And the rest of that verse says that the voice of a stranger you will not follow. So we don't want to we don't want to listen to the wrong voice. So we just want you to know that we're for you and uh if you want more information on on seeking the Lord, or you're stuck and you need prayer or some personal ministry, uh, you, there's some information at the end of the show that we're going to give in the in the rollout where you can contact us, and uh, we'd we'd love to get in touch with you and see if there's anything that we can add to what we said in the show in in only a 30 minute time. We can't cover everything, but uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna sign off, but uh, be sure to. Uh, subscribe to the podcast and uh, let other people know about it. We're just getting started on this, and we'd love to get the word out that we're uh, giving some content that's truly feeding the body of Christ and making us all better. Amen. And thanks for being with us, John. Well, thank you for having me on, Scott. I always I always enjoy spending time talking with you about God because God is so great. Amen. All right, we're going to roll out. Here we go. Thanks for joining us on the Church Doctors Podcast. For more information or to contact us, please visit our website at outpouringintl.com.